So, yeah, there's a lot of, when I f was first introduced to this idea, I listened to a number of people. And so some of the people I listened to, they would say there is no body. There's no, there's no body, yes? But then this bothered me a little bit because what was listening to that was a body idea. So the message that you're not a body was claimed by the body, yeah? Because this is our whole message, is the idea that when you're listening to something, the mental state is also listening to it, yeah? And the mental state claims to be the listener of it, and nude is the message, yeah? And it happens in such a quick amount of time, I don't believe any process in time can get before this process. So if you're sitting here and you're looking, there's a sudden, there's just a subtle assumption it's you looking, you as an action figure, let's say, yeah? So when you hear a message, so like when I heard uh, The Course of Miracles, it, it, it became obvious that the body had some role as the obstacle of, of everything. So then there was a, there was a lesson called, uh, I don't know what number, but it was, I am, a, I am not a body, I am free, I am as God created me. And I would say that. And after about a week or so, I realized the only thing that would be chanting that is a body identification, because what's not a body is clear it's not a body. What's presented through the head is not clear it's not a body. And so when I heard the message that there is no person, there is no body, you have to, I believe you have to add a warning to that, that the mental state is going to claim the hearing of the message as a body. Yeah. So you're going to hear that you're not a body as a body. Yeah. And I humbly believe if you don't see this mental activity, you're going to be looking from it. You're going to be looking from its effects. So subtly, there's going to be an ownership of something. And that which is owning it is pictured as a body, basically. Yeah. So the mental state, super fast, half a second or something. And therefore, and this is in time. Luckily, we are not of time. Yeah, what we are is not of time. But in time, the manufacturing of this idea of being a long-lasting, independent, separate entity seemed to be the fastest process I was introduced to. And therefore, everything I do as a process that comes after that process is infected by that process. So this is what Ramana says about there is a presupposing that I'm taking it how I see it, how it means. There's a presupposing that a non-existent thing is an existent thing, basically. So it says there's a presupposing of a non-existent thing as what? As an existent thing. Yeah. And then in from there, the now the existent thing wants to get salvation for itself. And so it goes, therefore, and your spiritual practices are reinforcing the non-existent thing as the existent thing, how can they destroy it? Yeah. You see it? It's beautiful, really. Because there's always been a, a certain hitch with every message I've ever been introduced to that there's something that goes on when there's a hearing of anything that presents you as the hearer of it. Yeah. And if you don't see that, it's going to be an identification as the hearer, which is going to neuter the hearing of it. It changes the message. It does. 
So a lot of people are trying to be a non-self as a self. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I humbly believe when I heard messages, because I did hear them, I had, uh, I had effects, but what became more important to me was the warning of what's going to happen in the mental state, which tends to get most of the interest and attention of this event. And that mental state is going to claim whatever it's brought into contact with. So you may be there hearing the message and the head thinks it's there hearing the message. And sometimes after the hearing of the message, you leave as the hearer of the message. That's bondage of self. That is a subtle connection to that which you're not to to the point where because the only thing that doesn't want to be a body is a body obviously because the body is tired of feeling like a body so it want it feels its great relief would be not a body but it wants to be not a body as a body yeah, it you know words, it wants to be there to experience its own absence so i heard this message exactly and i saw this after i heard the message and then i saw this was happening quite a lot. And I also saw, so here you are, you hear that you are a nobody or there's nobody, but you hear it as a somebody. There's a claiming of that. And I didn't feel like that was emphasized. So therefore you get a big hit and you leave and then that claiming takes over and then it, you're displaced and then you're giving the meaning to the message. The message is in changing the meaning of you. You're giving it a meaning. And so when I started to see this activity, going to satsangs, then I was reading like Ramana and other people, and they were Im implying the importance of this recognition to, the be to be as the problem or the greatest mystery which is reality wanting to attain reality, yeah? So how could reality want to attain reality? It must be taking itself to be something else. What's providing that activity of taking yourself to be something else is the mental activity. The mental activity, and I believe that mental activity is gonna beat any other activity that you would try to practice to get before it, yeah? And its idea, of that process, which is everything is about you, even not you is about you, yeah? Whatever is going on, whatever you would try to counteract that would never be able to get before it. And therefore, whatever you do is gonna be infected with that idea. And this is why when he says your spiritual practices themselves are reinforcing the non-existent thing, how can they destroy it? Exactly, yeah? because that process beats the other processes. So when you go into a process of spiritual practices, that process that's before the spiritual practices is giving meaning to the spiritual practices that it's you that's practicing, yeah? How are you gonna get out of it if you're not in it? But how are you gonna get realize you're not in it, right? unless you see the activity, because even when people get presented with this activity, they still think there's some choice that they're doing as the thing, yeah? So that they're thinking the non-existent thing, yeah, is blocking that, which is, yes? This is, it's just, it's stubborn. 
because every time, just like we present an idea, our idea, what we're presenting is there's a mental activity called selfing, which is an activity which if you're listening to it, you're in seemingly arresting in the act of being identified as a self or a thinker, a doer, a feeler, a taster, a haver, awakened one, a non-awakened one, whatever it is, there's it's it's in there. Yeah. So this selfing, when people hear the message, they'll call me up and go, man, I really like that message of selfing. And I've been selfing all day. That's not the message. You see, there's been a claiming of the selfing. And now you're the one that's been doing it. Yes. And then or the selfing's been driving me crazy. There's no you to be driven crazy. See, but the selfing always implies a you. And the you it implies isn't the you that seems to arise as an appearance. It's a historical you that's not only the doer, it's the thinker, the seer, the feeler, the taster, the toucher. Because how much guilt can you get out of one doing and present it as you as the doer? But whatever, whenever the doing is claimed, it implies you're a historical doer. You've been a doer a long time and you're gonna be a doer a long time. And if you think you're gonna remember yourself as spirit, you're pictured as a body in the memories. When you think of you three years ago, you're pictured as a body. So when there's a reliance on the mental state, you're gonna be taking yourself to be something. And that's usually where the mental state starts. And I, I humbly believe without knowing the warnings, you can have a huge whack and it's gonna be claimed. Yeah, just like I noticed when you would have these events that people call epiphanies, they would usually end coincided with a thought, I'm having an epiphany. So as soon as the epiphany was claimed and it was, it was trippier then because you weren't in a constant state of claiming, you had a you had an intervention. It had been a pause, so there was no sense of being the doer, a thinker, no sense of any of being a body or any of that. Then yes, with the epiphany, but then there was a recognition. The head woke up again and said, "Oh, I'm having an epiphany," which shows its exact nature, which is to claim what's fucking happening. So its absence of itself was used to claim that it was the one who was experiencing the absence. How are you going to beat that if you don't see it? You, you're going to, you'll get the real deal and it will be neutered in, in a very quick way. And then if you try to do counteract it, it reinforces it. <laughs> so once you seem to be in, your attempts to get out are the bigger in. I just felt this as a hurdle. Yeah, and I felt like when the wave of non-duality was being shared, it needs some warnings to go along with it because it's gonna happen. It's because it's mechanical. You're not choosing it. And it happening isn't based on your condition. It's based on a mental condition. Yeah, and that mental condition isn't gonna be, be determined by your condition. It's gonna claim whatever you bring it into contact with. It's going to claim and make a story out of it. Yeah. What are you going to do? Well, if you're not seeing it, you're looking from it. That was my event. That was my experience. Yeah. So I met a lot of people. You know, we used to do a lot of talks with ayahuasca people in Toronto. Yeah. And uh, 
having incredible fucking events. But this stubborn sense of being the one who had the event was running rampant in the whole ayahuasca world. So they would go into a huge event and they'd come out with a huge. (laughs) No matter how many times they went into the spiritual car wash, it just wouldn't wash this thing off. Because as soon as they got out, the head said, oh, I'm out. And then, bamo, there you go. So I feel if you read Ramana a lot, if you read his works, he says same things in different ways, but usually they're framed as the greatest mystery or the problem. And he really concentrates on this presupposing of the non-existent thing being an existent thing. What's doing that? What's presupposing the non-existent thing to be an existent thing? What? Is it the spirit? No, I wouldn't say so. I would say it's the mental process. Yeah. So the mental process posits us as something. And then basically the only option is to try to get out of it as that something. So you're trying to get out of, we call it trying to get out of self as self in recovery. Yeah. So, and that recognition that self can't get out of self came from a lot of hard-earned observation because they realized they were introduced to recovery from alcohol and drugs and in that process they were trying to get out of something as that something that was defeating them which was this idea of being the owner the thinker the doer the haver the loser yes this doesn't just breed in alcoholism and addiction the original addiction is of the mental state and the mental state is addicted to this idea of being a noun. Yeah. And all the convincing and hoping it's going to finally give it up is icy, is pointless. You just have to see you're not that. And how do you do that? By what you're watching, watch what's going on and recognize it's not you that's going on. Yes. You get you start recognizing the presentation instead of living from the presentation. And therefore, when something whacks you, then it can stabilize in this dreaming because you know now you can recognize what arises and says it's you is not you. Therefore, that it builds an immunity to that claiming concerning this because what's the sentinel is awareness. You're just aware now of this mental activity, which most people are not aware of in the, of this mental activity in spirituality. They're not aware of it. Because they get clear on what they're not as a now as as an object, but they're still driven crazy, and they've been they've done everything with everybody you could possibly do, and their minds are just fucking rampantly flipping out, yeah. Because and they know they have so much knowledge of themselves, but they're not free from this identification as that one who sees the knowledge of self, because that seeing of the knowledge of self has been claimed. And you are now, uh, you're in a new loftier position, but s- described as the same fucking thing, but a clearer seer or a more advanced seer. But the seer, the noun of it, it, it doesn't work, I feel. So this is what happened. I heard a message, very appreciative. And then I saw how easily it got claimed and it turned into something that it wasn't what was presented. Yes. So I do not believe uh, in my case, that just didn't work because the idea of negating the body uh, was being heard as a body. 
So that's the dilemma. And I didn't have a clear prescription about that or a warning. I had to see it in other talk, other meetings, and maybe people are doing it now. But when I was going to satsang like 97, 2000, uh, I didn't, wasn't hearing it. Yeah. And to me, I think it's, the, it's actually more important than the message because you are actually what you're looking for. But the thing is, there's an idea of who's looking that's off. So I think this message is actually more important because the other message is you're already that. There's nothing that needs to be done. But why isn't it translating into an ease and comfort? There must be something going on. And I humbly believe it's this mental activity. And I do not believe you can do yourself out of it because it's so fast. Just like here, you know, It's like you go on, I remember I was on a two-week retreat, meditation retreat and stuff. And at the last day, they had to prepare you for leaving the setting. And they said, don't take any of freeways or highways. Don't listen to any heavy metal music. It's like the fucking, the condition was so fragile. They were trying to wrap it. Like when you buy something uh, like a plate at the thrift store, they wrap it with paper so it doesn't break. They were like, and, you know, stay away from hot foods. And what the fuck? This isn't fragile. This is like dog shit awareness. And it's, you are already that which you're looking for. To me, the whole direction of any message is at what you're not, not at what you are. Describing the indescribable doesn't work for me. Yeah, Describing what's describable and then the indescribable sees it's not that, that works for me. Yeah, And that's why we've been doing this, because I didn't hear it. I didn't hear it. I would go there at satsangs and some there would be a person up front and all these people there. And subtly or obviously, the person up front, seen from these people, had something they didn't have. Yeah. And it was, it was just duality, complete duality going on. Yes. And then the guy was so great. I loved him. He said, I'm like a man standing by the river selling water. Yeah. So I said, wow, this is an old Zen saying. He said, he started laughing. He says, it's funnier than that. I'm standing in the water selling water. Yeah. And I never, I left. I never went back. Because I got it. I sat there. Bamo. That's it. I didn't have to review it 800 times. It whacked me. I never saw the guy again live because I got the message in a sense. Yeah. I'm not getting it. That which so much wants to have something can't. That's great. That's the beauty. This is the great, this is success based on failure. Everything that I re relied on has failed me concerning this topic. And to me, when it used to fail me, I'd be super pissed off. Like, I'm never going to get it. Like, I have a lot to blame myself for. Now, when I, I realize I'm never going to get it, it's hallelujah. I'm never fucking getting it. Hallelujah. End of story. End of story. End of stories. Yeah. Yeah, and then you just travel lighter in spite of yourself. Yeah, you just end up, can't take yourself so seriously. <laughs> so this worked, you know. I heard because the message of non-duality is completely so beautiful. But I definitely believe it needs warnings. 
you need to have some warnings about what's going to happen when you hear this message, because something's going to happen. There's no immune zone or forbidden zones for the heads. Yeah. And it's going to claim whatever's going on and make a story out of it. And it's we're so used to falling in line because we don't see what was before. We start sort of at the after. Yeah. And then again, you hear the message and then it gets turned into something not quite right. And now non-duality looks like a practice or a path. Yeah. When it's an invitation of no practice, no path. Yeah. But it turns into something. Not non-duality is not turning into it in a way. Non-duality stands its ground of negation. It just negates the misunderstandings that fuel this idea of the non-existent thing being the existing thing. Yeah. And so does this mean that stops? No, you see it. You see the head believes it's a thing. Yeah. And it's an existent thing. It goes on with its own delusion because to me, the head is not like AI. It's programmed. It's programmed. And I notice because some of us have lived the life of addiction and shit like that. Self never gets that it can't get out of self. This head will just keep trying to get out of itself. It doesn't, it's never going to learn. Yeah. It, what happens is you lose interest in it learning, yeah? And to me, the real liberation is from the need to be liberated. You're, li you're freed from the need to be liberated. Yeah, that's the liberation. You lose complete interest in what I was very interested in, like transcendence and paths and whatever, yeah? You lose complete interest in it all. And now what's, what happens? The availability and presence of our natural state becomes fucking obvious to you. You're here, you're present and available, not because of any Herculean work, that's our nature, yeah? And when you're present and available, you will see the mental activity. And now with this understanding, you will not take it to be an activity of yours, yeah? And it won't be, because this is what surprises people. Sometimes people feel so incredible and their head isn't going along with it, yeah? It, it doesn't, it's almost if it, as if it doesn't get it because it doesn't get it, yeah? It doesn't get it. <laughs> That's incredible good news to know. So this is why I'm happy you're here, just not, you know, this, this is the one thing I had about that kind of message. I feel it needs a warning because something is going to claim to be the hero of it and it's going to try to become the absence of itself. Yeah. And, and that's incredibly cool because it will fail. And that, in that failing, it's going to show you something that maybe you didn't, you, you missed in a way without having the warnings. Yeah. So, this is the beauty of it. The system will keep failing. Yeah. And in the failing of it is the hallelujah. Yeah. Because it's like you see the emperor with no clothes. And now you see the emperor with no clothes when it's wearing clothes. Yeah. Instead of you see the emperor with no clothes. 
And then BAMO, that's becomes a peak experience and something else starts occurring. But now you have seen the emperor with no clothes. And but the more, more important understanding is to see the emperor with no clothes when it's wearing a lot of clothes, because I'm going to tell you it's going to reappear wearing a lot of clothes. Yeah, it doesn't go in with the naked look. It's going to put on some shit and it's going to talk to you as if it's you. It is. It's, this isn't about changing it or overriding it. It's by seeing it. Yeah. So it wants to make an ER out of an ING. So the verbing, 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 and it wants to make itself to be a noun. Let it. It doesn't matter. The win isn't when it stopped. The win is when it's lost interest in. You just lose interest in its making. Yeah. And then your interest and attention is available. And then over time, you realize, man, that same interest and attention that used to be driving me fucking crazy every day is now enriching my day. What happened? I haven't done anything since 2001 in a certain level. I haven't, except for satsang. It's all. Never. <laughs> There's no lifting. I had that meditation shirt, the meditation championships getting working out i have a vipassana meet match this week that i get ready with the points no this is like uh we don't have a get ready get set get prepared room we just walk here have a fucking mozzarella sandwich and walk in here and do a talk because it's not me it's fucking so obvious there's no need to prepare what needs to prepare is not me what needs to get it is not me. What needs to have it is not me. That 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 which need, thinks it's going to lose it is not me. It's not me. Yeah. So you just that interest that goes into all those dramas, man. You know how protective do you get of a peak experience? Shit. We had a guy when we lived in uh, Byron Bay, Australia. He had a beautiful big property, huge, and he had a little like a golf court. He would drive around and we rented a place. A number of people had, you know, uh, houses there, not big houses. And at around 5.15 every day, he would drive around telling all of us, yelling at us to be quiet because he was going to start meditating at 5.30. And you were like, what the fuck? So he's running around super pissed off and angry. But at 5.30, I'm entering my phase of meditation and peace. Oh, okay. Yeah. And this is my very, very innocently. Someone shared it at this Zoom a, a year or so ago. He had been to, he was cheating on us, uh, just like everyone else. He had been to another place and they gave him a take three, three times a day, take five minutes and sit in the presence. All right. Sounds good. Innocent. Maybe they even give you a uh, guided meditation. So, okay. Let's say 15 minutes, three times a day, we're going to sit in the presence. Now, what does the head say about the other 23 hours and 15 minutes of the day that you're out of the presence? So it gives you a bone of 30, 45 minutes. Oh, yeah, you can believe you're in the presence. And I got you 23 hours and 15 minutes. It's a good deal. I'll even throw another half hour in there. There's no, there's no problem. Yeah, two hours. Go on a, a weekday retreat. 
just fine because everything you're doing is trying to emphasize you're in the presence and is being used to reinforce the idea you can be out of the presence. This, do you know this? Do you know this? This is what's happening in the head. This is why he was warning you. He was saying there's a presupposing of this non-existent thing being an existent thing. On that basis, which is the basis, your spiritual practices are reinforcing the non-existent thing as the existent thing. How can they destroy it? Does it say, oh, there was a lot of mental chatter and this and that? No, it's pretty much the conception of this idea arises and the subjectiveness of whatever you want to call it, the awareness, which is not of a body, gets attributed to a body in the mental state. So the non-existent thing, we share it all the time about seeing my Uncle Fred when I was nine. And he had passed away and my mother took me to the funeral. And I was 11, I think, at the time. And she asked me if I wanted to say goodbye to Uncle Fred. I wasn't that keen on it. She grabbed my hand, walked me up, and I looked at the body and I said to myself, that ain't Uncle Fred. It was obviously I was looking at a non-existing thing. Yes. <laughs> Just like obvious. Now I had been taking Uncle Fred to be Uncle Fred for nine or ten years, but that did all that time didn't take any time to see it was not Uncle Fred. Eleven years of seeing it as Uncle Fred did not cause any uh slowness of the recognition it ain't Uncle Fred. It was like it ain't Uncle Fred, yeah. So then in hindsight, as I got older, why did I think Uncle Fred was the body? Well, I was living as I'm the body, yeah? So basically everything I ever hear is presupposed to this, yes? That what's hearing it is this body, yeah? Therefore, I'm, I'm behind the eight ball already. I'm starting behind the eight ball. And then I try to get things to do to move the eight ball around. But everything that comes after is infected by the before. So this process, the sense of you travels into through all the other processes that we do to get out of something. Yeah, they're infected now because and that process, the initial one doesn't get infected by the ones after. It's got an immunity. You can meditate to your your cheeks are bleeding, you'll be still seen as a meditator usually. Yeah, it will still be claiming the activity. What are we gonna do? The only thing that's before it is what we are. We're not of time, obviously. As Jesus says, you're in this world, but you're not of this world. So if this world has time, he's implying you're not of time. We're not of time, that's where you see it from. Yeah. Do you have to get there to see it from there? You're already here. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So basically, instead of having that attention misdirected, you see the misdirecting of the attention. Yeah, because you've heard an inf you heard just like you did you thought your room was eight by eleven, but it's eight by thirteen. You have you have two other feet. You can step back a little bit. And it's not more seeing, but you're going to see more. Yeah. If you just step back, what? More seeing. Yeah. And you're going to see what builds the idea of you and has you starting your race from. Yeah. 
And when you start your race from any point of time, there's going to be something before in time, which is this process of selfing. Yeah. Watch it. We had it. Remember Craig? We he thought he so he couldn't find his truck. No one would want to help buy his truck. Immediately thought someone stole the truck. Like that. Immediately. He could have practiced mindfulness for 20 years. And I bet you at that moment, that thing was going to beat any other process he knew. He was going to feel like someone stole his truck. Yeah. Bet that. You, you're going to get before that? I saw it with the retreats. They had to give you like a, you know, they gave you headphones, muffle the sounds, don't drive, don't go near Highway 101, don't eat any, give me a break. What the fuck am I meditating on? Is it that fragile? Yeah, so this is uh, this is just how we see it, how, how I see it. This is how I saw it. And when I was introduced to this message, I heard it from a lot of some different people, who, some I really liked, some it didn't matter. But then the most important aspect of it was because it was becoming the same old, same old because I was in it. Yeah. I was in it, just like Buddhism, just like everything else. I, I was slipping in it. And then it's going to turn into a path and it's going to turn into I've got to read intensely when it's an invitation. Yeah, it's like an invitation to a dinner that you're already at. You're just facing the opposite direction. All you got to do is have just the chair go like this and there's the meal, the food and everything. Yeah, that's how simple it is. How is it turning into a process? Non-dual therapy. How, are you, how to integrate your non-dual life into normal life. Give me a fucking break. Yeah, so this is a simple message invitation. If the first things you ever heard work far out, I just saw something and I saw it not just in me, but in others that something had claimed uh, while you were receiving a message, it was dictating a meaning of that message. And it was going to feed me that dictation of the meaning and sort of replace the message and give me another message with its little mental spin on it. Yeah, which would get, keep my interest in it because it would be all about me, so to speak. <laughs> so, yeah. So that's great. I'm very happy. I wanted to see that. That just was my experience with it all. Yeah. I heard something had an impact, but something also was activated, the claiming of it and making, it can almost be running stride by stride next to it. Yeah, it can. It's it's like a shadow that races to keep up with the, yeah, but there is something there. And when you see that, uh, uh, it'll just, it'll demonstrate it's, it's, authenticity yes because there'll be a migration of interest yeah and uh there'll be an enriching without any attempt to enrich yeah yeah so it was almost like something sprang but there was another little jack in the box that needed to be seen and i think it's a good it's almost like a warning it would be nice to have as a warning like on the author, like on the first page of a spiritual book, this could be hazardous to your health. You know what I mean? Warning. 
yeah wanted put warnings out because you know as you are you as you are feeling this right now something is presenting itself as the feeler of it yeah and before you know it you're out in the cold and it's the householder <laughs> now you're trying to get using practices to get back into your own house <laughs> <laughs> it could, that's insane eh? so well so that's it i guess any questions yeah steve uh, from san diego has his hand up paul come on yeah. in steve steve from san diego yeah hey paul um hang on a second i don't know what's going on here yeah, can you paul. hear me okay where is that question all right yeah can you hear yes me? okay yeah i can hear you um Okay, so um, so a couple of days ago, on a tooth that I just had a cavity filled, I started getting intermittent, you know, sharp pains. Very hard to. Uh, it triggers all kinds of financial fears, you know, thoughts about bad decision making, isolation, procrastination, and uh, self hate. All right. It's like every, everything we talk about just gets forgotten. Let me just jump in here for a second. So now you're aware of a lot of things very clearly and just state yes. that you're not that, which is saying it's aware of a lot of things very clearly. That's the use of what's going on in a different manner. Yeah. So Instead this is of, all going, this is all going on and it's not me. It's just an right. It's an arising. Don't even say that. It's just not you. And that what's not coming me. up right now isn't you. Yeah. And then doesn't downplay the effects of what you're describing. And you may have to do something to put out a, a seeming fire. But all the while, you can keep negating the whole starter of the whole story. See, there's a story of being the one who has all the stories. Yeah. So, okay, yeah. Here comes another story. And you can look at the, while you're dealing with the effects and the meaning is having, just question the authorship of it. That's all. Just throw that thing in the works that it may not be you. And there's going to be a loss of interest. And then things are going to take a difference, like a, a, a proportional appearance. They won't look as fucking big as they usually mm -hmm. do. It's about you. Yes? Yeah. Yeah. Let me share this thing because Rama said this in this little booklet, and I think it has a it implies an incredible principle. And he was once again confronted with a question about is there free will and predetermination, or is there free will in a sort of predetermination? And so he says, he says, All right, if there's a sense of individuality, a sense of individuality. Yeah. So a sense of individuality is built, is made up by the mental activity. Yeah? yeah. It's not an individual that has a sense of individuality. There's a sense of individuality that implies an individual. Yeah. Yeah. He says, all right, there's a sense of free. If there's, there's a sense of individuality, there's going to be a sense of free will. It's like a package deal. So what he's implying is many of us are sitting in the sense of individuality debating the idea of free will when it's pointless to look at the free will without looking at the sense of individuality because 
they go hand in hand. The sense of individuality gives birth to the idea of free will. So he says, okay, so if there's a sense of individuality, there'll be a sense of free will. And then he said, listen, all these questions don't, all these things don't mean anything. Their true value is to ask who is it that has the question? Who is it that wants to know about free will? Who is it that wants to know about predetermination? That's the value of the question, not the answer of there's only free will or there's only predetermination. The real value is using it to look at who is it that's asking. So here, the real value of your feeling this and that and feeling like hellish and shit like that in this at this point right now is to see who is that? Who is it that has been presented as the claiming of the awareness of all this shit going on? There's now a Steve who's aware of all this shit going on. Where was that transition point? Or is there a transition point? Because there isn't. There's an awareness of stuff. And then that awareness is forgotten. And it's Steve that was aware of stuff. This is what happens all, the, all day. <laughs> if you're waiting for it to stop for a condition to arise and where you can bathe in you're going to wait a long time because it's not this condition that does this claiming activity is not your condition you're not doing the selfing the selfing is playing in the head you're not you didn't even subscribe to it it's just it told you you were a listener the self and creates the eye as the listener. So this is the value, especially in this hour. The value isn't the oh how to deal with pain, though that's valuable. But in this hour, the value is to see who is it that just demonstrated us an incredible clarity of certain conditions, but that that clarity has been claimed by the head and says it's Steve that's. And then, see, with this idea that it's Steve, there's an assumption that Steve should be able to get out of this shit. And then when Steve doesn't seem to be able to get out of this shit, it's very confounding, isn't it? Because I know the shit. I can see it. No, you didn't see it. Awareness brought it about into the light. But see, there was the claiming. And then the claiming assumes, well, this should have given me a lot of power to do what? To transcend all this shit. And it doesn't work, does it? The clarity wasn't your clarity. Awareness brought about the clarity. The clarity was claimed. Now, Steve, the idea of Steve is the one who's clear. And there's, it's, a, it's not an unusual assumption. He would think that being clear about shit would clear shit up. But it doesn't work, does it? Really, you was, when awareness sees things beautifully and then there's a claiming of it, there's an assumption, my seeing it should clear the shit up, obviously. And this is the problem of self-knowledge avails you nothing because the knowledge that you have from given from the awareness has been claimed by self, this idea of you. And it's done it so fast then you assume that you should have power over this or dominion over this. And it's fucking frustrating when it doesn't seem to work out and you're super pissed. And then you start cheating on your teacher or whatever. And it's fucking get 
menage a trois and trying to add on to let me synthesize this and add it to that. And no, because it's all assumed and the fact isn't true. You never saw anything clearly. There was a seeing clearly. They had claimed it and now you're unclear about the seeing clearly. You're clear, super clear about what's fucking you, but you're still getting fucked. What's the point? See, I'm telling you, there are so many whacks. It can take one second. Maybe you get whacked one second, rest of your life. A lot of people, it doesn't work that way. The mental state arises and claims it and neuters it. Yeah, we need warnings. Just like they should have some kind of weird committee and someone signing up for the 38th retreat, maybe they should come under investigation a little bit. Do you really need to go on a 38th retreat? Maybe let's, can you reconsider maybe? Maybe you could give it to a person who's looking for their first retreat. You know what I mean? But no, it just goes on and on and on and on. Yeah. And you get confused. People, the biggest thing about after they wake up, they want it to stabilize. They want all their experiences to be stabilized. You're awake already in an unstable experience. There's no foundation of experiences that are sound because the experiences have an aspect called an interpretation of subjective interpretation. So one man's molehill could be a mountain. Yeah. This is about traveling lighter through loss of interest. You just lose interest in all that was so important to this thing that isn't true. It needs to be liberated. Yeah. That's the that's what you're freed from. It needs, it feels disconnected. It has a memory, everything was great once. And I'm hoping it will be great again, but surely it ain't great now. And a lot of frustration, because I know people that have been with every master been, they've been hugged, they've been drugged, they've been screwed, they've been embraced, they've been everything, and their head is just like a Bible on fire. They've something that was driving them crazy has been objectified, but the, the subject that's looking at it is part and parcel of that object. Self is just taking on another appearance, looking at an objective idea of self. It's driving the fucking person crazy. Most people truly would have been better off never heard the wake word awakening. They would have been better off. And they would definitely have been better off if they had never heard enlightenment. They would have had a better Saturday if they hadn't didn't have this giant fucking cross to bear that I sh I've got to be enlightened. What the fuck? I just lost my keys. What the hell? <laughs> I'm, more demands put on me. I've got to, I mean, I've got to be perfect. Yeah, it's incredible, eh? So hey, just this is dog shit awareness. If 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 you're a lucky character and you've been placed in a position of neutrality with no thought effort on your part, hallelujah. I find a lot of people 
have been invited there, but then they get deflected somewhere else. And I think we need warnings because the mechanical aspect of the head isn't going to change. It's not, it doesn't, it doesn't change based on your condition. It just, it's a program. It just does what it does. Yeah, so, all right. Anyone have any questions out there? I'm sorry, I thought we were gonna be in the sun the whole time, but it's, you know. No questions here, Paul. No questions, all right, well. Zoom. no. What time is it? Okay, let's start saying goodbye, eh? Hey, goodbye, everyone. No, no, no. Oh, yeah, pass the basket, Chris. You want to do that too? Yeah, we better get everyone. Hey, here's the uh, here's the crew today. Yeah, yeah. We're in the uh, we're under the redwoods. This is a beautiful space. Yeah, yeah. We're having a beautiful time today. Hey, listen. Steve, nice to see you. Hi, thanks, Paul. Uh, yeah, you're welcome. You like my shirt? I, I can't see it. Was it? I refuse to be happy until dot dot dot. Oh yeah, yeah. Recipe for suffering. Well, yeah. My clock in Mexico. Nice to see you, man. Hey. Good to see you, Paul. Nice to see you, Jacob. Geo down on uh, Brazil. Kathleen, do you see anyone? Does this thing Kathleen, hear me? Sir. Kathleen, yeah. Hello? Hello? Uh, we've got... We can hear you, Jackson. We've got Axel, Martin, David Bitterman, John in Florida, Dennis, Rick Rowe, Zoe Banks. Nice to see you, Zoe. Hey, Paul, I do have a question. Jackson. Oh, you do? All yeah, right. sorry. I was question. driving, wanted to pull over before I put the microphone on. Yeah, do that. The yeah, question is, uh, once you once you uh, realize that you're not the mental function, right, the self, um, it becomes yeah. apparent that that you're not a body and that you're not that process. You're not that that stream of thought. Yeah. Um, and so then the, the issue arises um, – especially like, let's say um, if you're in a community where the self is the topic, then you say, yeah, I'm not that. And they say, yeah, you are that you are the body, you have a body. And then, you know, you're like, yeah, I'm not, let's say, for instance, my name's Adrian. Say I'm not Adrian. Like, you know, there's a story there. And of course, you know, there's a, uh, I have to function in society, but I recognize that I'm not that. Yeah, And so then they say, yeah, don't refer to yourself in third person. You are that. And what is your response to that? Or am I looking at it incorrectly? Um, and that's my question. That I don't have that much. But are you talking about an AA meetings? Yeah. Well, and I don't bring it yeah. up in AA meetings. I've just yeah. been asked. Um, I'm yeah. fairly, yeah. it's really early in recovery. And I heard your message pretty early on. And it just just it just immediately took and so because i'm early in recovery you know people will say uh what are you doing for your program have you worked the steps what are you know like this yeah. and so then there's this there's vague, this sense be of vague. be vague and because what you are is going to speak louder than what you say anyway just be vague and 
when you're in Rome, who is the Romans do? So you can go, I'm a grateful member of recovery. If you don't want to say I'm an alcoholic or something, afraid of identification, you can say I'm a grateful member of recovery. Yeah. So there's a lot of yeah. ways to get around it. Yeah. But. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Appreciate yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. You're going to, you get, you get slick with the navigating through the community over the years yeah 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 so it's just that's just part of it that's is what you're saying that yeah. i'm gonna run into that you are yes yeah you're gonna yeah. run into okay. it yes so. well i appreciate it paul uh you know um you've done a lot for me and whether you know i know you don't know me of course but uh and i can't i can't say enough about you know you sharing the message really grateful for it well great thank you thank you thank you Thank you. Yes. Vlad, nice to see you. Vlad's coming here soon. You don't mind? I'm just, I got to say goodbye to these, the Zoom people. All right. Andre, can't never leave anyway. It's Hotel California. You're here. You never keep, there's no way you can go. I got all the car keys. This is a retreat. Oh, yeah. Survival retreat. Let's see you chant you're not a body when you get frozen out here tonight. Yeah. You'll be begging for an insulated jacket. <laughs> Vlad, nice to see you, my friend. Shannon Corkery. Rick Rowe. J.A. Akila, my one of my main supporters. Thank you, Akila. Ilan, Esther, Roman Mula, Zoe Banks. Still in America? I'm in Japan. <laughs> oh, you are. 17, yeah, 17 hours time difference. What? Yeah. yeah, 17 hours time difference. So I really had to oh. sit down and figure out when I could come <laughs> jump on this. <laughs> oh, great, honey. Zoe's in Japan. She can go back to sleep after this. She moved. Wow. <laughs> Fantastic. It's actually 7, 7 a.m. here on Sunday. Oh, that's good. It works. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Tariq, nice to see you. Uh, Ilan, I think I got him. Gary Clark, a man in Placerville. Lindy, Holly, Wayne, Mika, Jules, Cassandra, Christine, Kona, Jim, D, Paula, Al Vegas, Andre. Hey. Thanks, everybody. Everyone here says uh, goodbye. See ya. Yeah, there's Lola over there, the oh. dog. Bye, Paul. Bye, Paul. Thank you, Paul. Thanks, Paul. Yeah. Hey, guys, thank you so much, really, for everything. And I think the schedule is the same that's posted. So I'll see you sometime soon. Thank you, Tom Harmon, Paula. I just missed you guys. All right. Bye -bye. Thanks, Paul. Bye. Ciao. Ciao. Ciao.